If you don't mind, can you please stand to your feet for just one minute? And we are going to read this passage of Scripture. And then, continuation in isang atong series of lessons. Specifically entitled, My Time is Coming and It Starts Now. Wala pa sa nag-read sa likod. Ara na. Delay lang siya galit. My time is coming and it starts now. So here's our text. John 4 and 21, New King James Version. It says there, Woman, believe me, the hour is coming when you will neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem worship the Father. So Jesus is talking about a specific time frame. See, from that point on in John 4, halindira, going back, especially pag-establish na temple, ang tanal nga worship, location specified. But this is what I like about the message of Jesus. Jesus said, the time is coming when it's no longer going to be localized in a certain geographical location. Isn't that amazing? But here's the best part. He says, woman, the time is coming. But the hour is coming, and now is. <laughs> Isn't that fascinating? He just goes to this woman and says, Maabot ang tiun. And it starts now. You know, the ultimate uh, um, manifestation of that, fulfillment of that, is upon the death of Jesus Christ. When the temple was rent, and the Spirit of the Lord left the Holy of Holies. Amun na fulfillment niya. But that moment, it already started. The time is, the hour is coming and now is when the true worshipers of the Father will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father is seeking such to worship Him. So my time is coming and it starts now. If you remember our message last week, everything was uh, specifically, let's say, especially worship, it was localized or bound to a certain place. So Israel, especially for temple worship, they can't just do it anywhere. Pero ang heart gidiya sang Dios is hindi nga mabound sila tani sa lugar nga to because that was actually a picture, okay? And a picture, an image of the true heart of God. Eventually, when Jesus died and the payment was done, ang ginhimo sang Dios is ginbayaran niya kita. We were bought with a price. And then because of Jesus Christ, making our body the temple of the Spirit, making our spirit man the holy of holies of God. Ergo, ang fulfillment ng John 4, kung taon mo, is actually aran sa atun panahon subong. So, hindi na siya. Paghambali sa babay, the time is coming, and now is, it doesn't mean nga, amuna to the yun, at that moment, ang fulfill, ang full niya nga fulfillment. But paghambal niya, the time is coming and it's starting now. Because when Jesus was walking on the streets of Jerusalem, it may be written in the New Testament, sa Imo Bible, but it's actually Old Testament. Because the New Testament, the Bible says, began upon the death of the testator, upon the death of Jesus Christ. The New Testament or the New Covenant was empowered. So before that, ara si Jesus, gina-introduce ang bagong uh, uh, plano, ang covenant ng Diyos, the New 
Testament. So just, just let me lay down foundations here. So Selene, Jesus, woman, the time is coming and now it begins. So what I'm trying to bring to you is this. From that point on until the cross, right? Ang tanan sa human history, the whole drama of human civilization is hinged on Calvary. Everything from the beginning looks forward to the coming of the Messiah. Kita naman yung aras sa New Testament, we look backward to what the Messiah has already done. The only thing that the church, the New Testament church, anticipates or waits for, literally, is the return, the physical return of Jesus Christ. Outside of that church, listen to me, outside of that for everything you need, you don't look forward to it, you look back to what Jesus Christ has already done. So Old Testament, look forward sila. Sa New Testament, ginabalikida ang nabayran na ni Jesus Christ. See, that is a major difference. Now watch this, because as I preach later on, you might think, oh, hindi, hindi tagali, grace, because pastor is talking about works. No. I'm not just talking about work, work, or working for something. See, the New Testament and covenant of grace does not diminish or take away works. What changes is the motivation. So Old Testament, we were working to gain favor with God. We are working to achieve a certain status. But in the New Testament, we are working out what we already have. We're not trying to gain points from God or points in heaven so He will bless us. We already know we are blessed. And because we are blessed and we are anointed, we move from that position. Ang lain sa New Testament is not yung wala works. Ang sa New Testament, ang works naton, hindi works lang to gain access with God or favor with God. We work out of faith. The blessing ni James, show me your faith without your works, and I'll show you my works with my faith. Okay? Because faith without works is dead. The Apostle Paul, the Apostle of Grace said, the grace of God made me work harder than anybody else. So message and grace, mga kauturan, kisa mabatian yung message nga, no more striving. But when we say no more striving, it's no more striving to try to make God convinced that you are good, that you are loved. You don't need to strive for that no more. God already loves you. He's already pleased with you. We belong to a different time. In our time right now, we belong to the now moment. Amen? So when are you going to get blessed? When you decide to do something by faith now. We talked last week. I review ko lang. We talked about redeeming the time. Paano mo i-redeem ang time? Ang time gina-save naton. We talked about the only time that matters is what? Now. Not tomorrow. Not next week. Now is the accepted time. We already know what's going to happen tomorrow. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. We just know what we're supposed to do now. Number three. Nothing scares the devil more than a moving church. So if you were not here last week, I preached about this. The only thing the church needs to do, church, is to not be perfect in everything you do. Not be perfect in all of your actions. Remember yung story, I believe you're my healer. That was a big hit for Hillsong. And I could tell you of so many countless testimonies of people who were not only healed, but they sang that song to others who also got healed. I believe you're my healer. I believe you are all I need. It's an amazing song. 
pagkanta na sang composer sina sa Hillsong conference ka concert, he had a oxygen mask on his face. Dire sa ilong niya, may oxygen. Because somebody may cancer siya. And later on, it was found out that he was making it up. He didn't really have cancer. And so what Hillsong did was they, they did a quick recovery for that and they erased that, they deleted that amazing, powerful song from their album. But it has already spread out all over the world. But here's my point. Lying is not justifiable. It's never good. Lying is always bad. But here's my point. Just because you make mistakes. Just because the messenger is not perfect does not mean the anointing of God or the message is diminished. We as a church, as long as we are moving, even if we are not perfect yet, nothing scares the devil more than a moving church. Ang text natin last week, Luke chapter 10. Hambal di Jesus sa Go! I'm sending you out as sheep among wolves or as lambs among wolves. Grabe nga pep talk ni Jesus. No, kung ikaw, Pino, you've never done it before. No one else has ever rebuked demons before aside from Jesus. You've never been to a Bible school. You are not a seminarian. You, are not, you don't hold up a ministry. You're not even that smart. They were fishermen. Pero si Jesus, you know what? Go. Heal the sick. Cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, unstop deaf ears. Tell them that I'm coming. Watch this, guys. Luke chapter 10. Jesus, I'm sending you out as sheep among wolves. Grabbing a pep talk, no negative. Lord, sheep among wolves. But watch this. Those weak instruments, imperfect ones, sent out. Watch. Jesus. Lord, wow, it's amazing. They were exuberant. Ecstatic sila manugid kay Jesus. Lord, evil spirits were subjected to us through your name. Miracles happened when we use your name. Hindi sila kapati nga ma-work para sa ila. Because nga bali Jesus ila, you are sheep among wolves. You are lambs among wolves. Pero sila ni Jesus, those 72 lambs, as soon as they did that, He saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. I know nga ginagamit na usually to preach about the fall of Lucifer. But you know, if we're gonna be faithful with exegesis and we're gonna be faithful with context, that's Luke chapter 10, verse 18. I see Satan fall like lightning. You know what caused Satan fall like lightning? 72 lambs. Imperfect. Weak. Wala pa na baptize in the Holy Spirit. Wala pa maka-seminary. Hindi pa maalam sa scripture. Fishermen. Incapable. But just because they moved. Ang instruction lagi sila ni Jesus, go. Just go. Church, listen to me. If you will just move now, if you will just act by faith because Jesus told you to, bisan hindi pa perfect ang tanan niya, step if you can just believe, something will start to happen. A spiritual dynamic will be set into effect. Woo! You redeem time when you live now. Everybody say, live now. <laughs> you redeem time when you live now. Amen. Number four, you can't do nothing. This is how you release that power. If it is your time, you just can't do nothing. Remember that story 
of uh, uh, Matthew chapter 25 atong gintagaan sila laying a talents right the first one had five the other one had two both of them after a period of time ano ginimo nila gin-expand nilang investment sa ilang master there's this one guy you know gin-expand nilang kwasang master there's this one guy who had one talent what's the difference between them and this guy with one talent you know what the major difference was if you ask me almost nothing because what they all had was the same potential. Potential to what? The potential to grow. Unfair, said Dios, it would, he would not be just to put something in your life and not give you the tools and the capacity and the ability to make it grow. In fact, pagbutang sang Dios sa ila, pagbutang sa ilang a master sa ila. Let me just read in Matthew 25. Look at this. He also had received the he also who had received the one talent came forward saying, Master, I knew you were a hard you to be a hard man, reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you scattered no seed. Can you just feel that? The reason why he did do nothing is this. He felt like it was unfair. Let me give you some news right now. Are you ready for this? Life will never be fair. Life is never going to be fair. May mga tao gidiyang natawo sa mayung ngalan, may influence, may political connections, may kwarta, may mga tao man nga natawo sa mga situations nga may mga brokenness sa family, may, may mga good sides, may mga bad sides. Listen, it's never going to be fair. Life never gives fair deals. So kung gina-expect mo is so kung gina-expect mo is fairness I'm sorry to tell you, it's probably not going to be so. Going back to that man with one talent. unfair master. Listen to me. If you want to see the hand of God start moving in your life, you need to stop thinking like you are a victim. You are not a victim. You are victorious. I'm talking to you. We are victorious because of Jesus. He hides this talent. And the master gives all of them the same amount of time. The same potential. But he hides this talent and puts it there. I'm not going to do anything because it's not fair. You know that that same guy who had won, if he moved that potential, that one would have been two. That two would have been four. That four would have been eight. Go, go, go. It would have been growing and growing and growing and growing. The same power, the same anointing, the same potential. The main difference is this. When he got it, he decided, I ain't going to do nothing about it. What are people going to say about me? You remember when, Jeru- when the children of Jerusalem, the children of Israel were walking around the walls of Jericho for seven days? Seven days? Ang instruction sila para ma-fall ang walls of Jericho, they have to walk around the walls of the city for seven days. And for seven days they walked. Once. For the first day. Once for the second day. And on the seventh day, seven times. What in the world are you doing? Why are you walking there? 
Can you imagine what Israel would have felt? Sometimes gina mock sila. Lord, if you're not gonna bring down the walls until the seventh day, what in the world am I doing here on the second day, or on the third day, or on the fifth day walking? What about, I'm just going to wait for the last day and start marching then. Here's the thing. When God sets up something inside your life. Oh, come on. I'm going to tell you something right now. When God places something and gives a promise, you may not see all of the manifestations yet. The walls may not have fallen down yet. But let me tell you something. Although it doesn't make sense, just keep on walking. Because after that day, you're already one day ahead. Imagine ang start siya first day. After some first day, you know what? The wala man nga make sense. Hey, listen, you got six days left. Just go and walk another day. After that day, wala man isang sense man ginasuyaan ko sa mga tao sa palibot. Just take another step because you're five days left. See, here's the thing. When God gives a promise, when God gives a word, look at me, church. He gives it to you with an assurance that because I said so, whatever may be mocking you, it will be, uh, it will be brought down. Ang problema sa church natin is, if we don't see it immediately manifested the next day, we get frustrated. <laughs> when I talk about the now, I'm not saying, nga tanan-tanan, naging pangayin mo sa Diyos, bago matapos ang service, maabutanan. That's not the point. God knows everything, right? What I am saying is, when I talk about doing it now, doing something now, it's when you hear the word. If you really do believe, na may plano ang Dios mo life, you have to do something now. You can't wait for tomorrow. You can't wait for next week. You can't think about what other people might say. You have to do something now. You have to believe for the miracle now. Okay, wake up, pick up a look. Next week, You just missed out on it just because you were extending and extending and extending. Verse 26, but his master answered him, you wicked and slothful servant, you knew that I would that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I scattered I where I scattered no seed. Look at this, guys. This is something uh, the way I want to see it. But this is really, really simple but beautiful. Look at it, it's very telling. Then you ought to have, look at this, this is the very least that you could do invested my money with the bankers. Oh, there you go. Then you ought to have at least invested my money with the bankers. What is, what is, what is Jesus trying to say? Kung wala ka plano maghimo anything, the very least you could do is ask for help. You're missing out. Find someone who does better than you Find someone who is in the right path and invest there. church, and this is this has been happening in the modern church. I'm not saying that This is the least. Pinakanubo, pinakakubos ng pwede mo imuon. Pero sa tutuod lang kalabanan ng Kristiano, bisan ang pinakakubos hindi tawili magimo. Kung magcommit ka to support the ministry, you know what you're doing. That's the very least. 
Because when God blesses you with something and you see that and you invest it, what you have placed into the kingdom of God will definitely at some point explode. I, I, I don't know if you've heard of John D. Rockefeller, one of the richest men to have ever lived, per capita. So he was in the 200-something billion dollars, but that was a long, long time ago. So, si John D. Rockefeller, batian mula na siya sa mga storya-storya lang, kagsa mga TikTok ng mga motivational quotes. But John D. Rockefeller believed in the kingdom of God. He didn't see himself as a preacher. But he told himself, I'm going to support the ministry no matter what. So, the dakong at chunks ng iyang blessing, ng iyang kwarta, invest niya into the kingdom. Dumdamo ng mga churches, dumdamo ng mga missionaries ang nasuportan. That's why, dumdamo ng mga missionaries, ng mga Amerikano, nagpropagate sa Christianity sa bilog ng kalibutan. Nakita ko nandiyan sa internet. And the trace nila tanan, halos tanan nga mission work nga natabo, nga ginubra sa mga Amerikano, sa bilog ng kalibutan, may connection tanan at the very least kay John D. Rockefeller. Kay Kevin Colgate. Tanan, tanan kita bunga sini. May isa ka Southern Baptist nga church dito sa Amerika, nga naghambal siya, we were asking you to help us to invest in this city in the Philippines. We are planning to buy this lot so that this lot is going to be a school, but at the same time, it's going to be a, an, an educational institution, but at the same time, where kids are going to be able to come into and hear the gospel. John D. Rockefeller gave the money, and the lot was purchased. And you know what that lot is? That is Central Philippine University. From that university, countless thousands of young people have encountered Jesus Christ. Because one move. Look at look at tawa plakon hambal ni Jesus siya. Hindi ka gali kung hindi ka tani willing. If you would have looked for someone to invest it with, at least there could have been an interest or an increase. Instead, you hid it for yourself. I want to show you why. Because you are afraid of what may happen. Ginambal niya kay Jesus, sabi niya, Master, because I was afraid kung ano matabo sa akin, basi kung hindi niya mag-work para sa akin. Ikaw nga daan, unfair ka nga daan na klase, Master. Sabi niya, Jesus, if you would have just invested that, in that point, in that case, if you would give it to the banker. You know, church, if let me talk to you as a pastor. If you believe this is your church, you need to believe and to give in this church. Now listen, if you're not comfortable, if you think this is not your church, go find another church. Commit yourself to that church and give in that church. Style ang styles ng church natin. Go find a church where you can style your style and then commit yourself to that church. Because listen, I'm going to tell you right now, it's the very least you can do. Find someone who is already doing something by expanding the kingdom of God so that you can invest in that 
oh pastor te ano bibutang listen when you give it to the kingdom that is the only investment that will gain eternal merits believe you me damo kita sang ginahimo sa kabuhita ah, masuporta kwarta para bakal bago nga phone bago nga salakyan bago naman nga bayo amo ah, ning bago naman nga hype naman nga sapatos hype naman nga amo ni that's all okay if you want to do that pero dugay dugay ututo na na dugay dugay guba na na but what you have invested into the kingdom it will go on forever and ever and ever let me ask you right now how far are you willing to go and what are you willing to believe and do now ang ibantoy ang one talent niya i i i i refuse i'm going to hide this and do nothing. Then Jesus, you are a wicked and a slothful, and slothful, matamad. Wicked and slothful, matamad, kagmalaot. Ang kalautan, gali mga utod, listen to me, is not only committing sin or sexual sin or lying and cheating. It's also holding back what God has placed in your life. Let's, let's move away from money because sensitive ng a topic. My talent, my gifting, my opportunities, my connections, my mga doorways. What have you done with it? What have you done with it? Okay la kamoda. I was, it's, it's so fascinating because in the modern church right now, and I, I understand this. Kumagato ka sa YouTube, ginabira nila ang mga mga churches, mga pastors, kami amuni, kami amuna, ang mga church kani, may amuni, may dakudako ila building, pero damo imol si ila palibot, pero kung mga tao nga nagabira na, wala gina sa may ginhimo para sa imol. That's the Judas infection. Naglapta si Judas to balas sa maginim. Kung pangitaon mo lang pirmi ang sala, ay hindi ko na sa church kana kay mga hipokrito ang tao da. Listen, I promise you, pangita ka sa ibang nga church, hipokrito man atong tao to. Ay hindi ko da kay hindi ko tayo pang pastor. Ikaw pastor. Gusto mo mo pastor? Tilawe. May mga tao nagwa sa church naton, hindi sila masatisfied. Sa nakita ko sa uli, nagpastor sila. Abi mo ko na ko, thank you Jesus. Thank you Lord, nagpastor. Two things. Number one, nag-expand ang kingdom of God. Number two, dugay-dugay maintindihan mo na. Dugay-dugay, ang ginareklamo mo, ireklamo mo na sa imo. Wala perfect na church. Wala perfect na pastor. guys. Wala the way will never be perfect. No matter how hard we try, no matter how, how much we adjust our music, there will be some people who will like this type of music and others will like this type of music. We will mix it up, but not everybody will like it. May mga ibang tao gusto modern, may ibang tao gusto traditional. We will never be a please everybody. 
the church will always be in a journey to become more and more like Jesus in its actions. But let me tell you what, bisan hindi kita perfect, bisan hindi pa full ang atan understanding, if we just believe and we just keep on moving and do something right now, at this very moment, what are you gonna do now? Ang temptation sa alin sa yawa is for us to be kesirasira Christians. Kesirasira. Whatever will be, will be. May mga prayers kita nga, Lord God, bala ka na da, ara na sa si imo kamot, meaning sina, bala ka na da, kung magtupa, tupa, kung hindi magtupa, hindi magtupa. That's the wrong kind of prayer. When you say, Lord, I believe that finances are coming my way in Jesus' name. Ano yung moon mo da yun? Makesirasira? No! Ano yung moon mo? Eskwela kamayo. Kung amun ang gusto mong path magaging finances. Stulud ka sa negosyo. Invest ka. Save ka kwarta. Let the favor of God flow through your life. Because if you'll just confess it and wait for it to happen, nothing will happen. But as soon as you start moving, as soon as you start doing something at some point. Woo! Watch. Ha, hallelujah. Hallelujah. How do you redeem time? Look at number five. Refuse to worry about tomorrow. Come on, somebody say it with me. I refuse to worry. Now listen, I didn't say there's not going to be cause for worry. May ara gina permirason nga magworry kita. And when I preach this, I'm not saying I am impervious to worry. Gawari man ko, may mga time kisaga kakabahala man ko kisaga katabo sa palibot ha. Kung magmahalang balaklon, kakonsern ko sa mga tao. Napanong, oh man, budlay naman ni Karun, mapiktuhan ng mga tao. Bisan magulan lang gani. Ang bako, man, magamay naman ni Karun, attendance ta. Wala ko lang ginakonfess kay siyempre te. Gapreach ko against negative confession mo. Pero mabatsyagan mo sa imo heart, sa imo mind, gahambag ka. Oh my, bagyo naman. Makita, takamuga pa may paiga pang uyab. Gama ko, oh man. Oh, can I do? Kusubran mo kainat summer na summer na subong summer na summer na gid. Mabatsyagan po. Look at me, I'm sweating like crazy because it's so hot. I want to show you something in Matthew 6:33, Passion Translation. Look at this. Jesus said, So above all, constantly seek God's kingdom and his righteousness. Then all these less important things will be added or given to you abundantly. Now watch, 34. Next shift ko sa NLT, just because I like the way it's worded. So don't worry about tomorrow. Watch this. For tomorrow will bring its own worries. Kung sa ilonggo pa, surebol na na. Ang buwas, may worries kid. Pag-abot sang buwas, my worries kina. May mga bagay kagigya dapat kabalakahan pag-abot naman sang buwas. That's why Jesus is saying, I want you to consider moving now, believing now, doing something now, and then let me take care of tomorrow. Don't worry about tomorrow. It hasn't happened yet. Let me take care of it. What I want you to do is to believe now. Act now. Now is the accepted time. Now is the day of blessing. Now is the day of your deliverance. Sanuka ma step now. One step at a time. Mabilive ka sa ginhatagin butang sang Diyos sa imo life. Tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. 
I'm not saying hindi ka magplano, ha? No, that's not, the, that's not the point. Jesus didn't say, don't plan. No, He said, don't worry. Tanawan yung Fashion Translation. Refuse to worry about tomorrow. Refuse to worry about tomorrow. But deal with each challenge that comes your way one day at a time. Isn't that clear as day? One day at a time. I don't really know what's going to happen tomorrow. I don't even know if I'm going to be alive tomorrow. I don't even know if I'm going to be a billionaire tomorrow, if I'm going to be broke tomorrow. I don't have to worry about that. I'm just going to be loving Jesus today, one day at a time. I'm going to praise Him today, one day at a time. I won't worry about what will happen tomorrow. Ginabutang ko ang tomorrow sa Dios nga nakakita sang buwas. Sa Dios nga nagauyat sang buwas. Ang ginauyatan ko ano? Now. I don't even own yesterday. I only own now. What I'm going to do with my now. How I'm going to act with my now. How am I going to believe with my now. Ka-fascinating sang Dios. Ang way niya, ang gusto niya kita ni isa ang push sang Dios sa aton life is a way pahalin towards laziness. Now, I'm listen to me. Don't misunderstand me. I'm not saying don't rest. Because rest is a part of who we are. Rest is a part of life, part of create Six days you shall labor, and on the seventh day rest. Then create Dios for that. Pero hindi man pwede nga why kagisang imoon. Mapungko ka lang siya kay God, mahulat ka lang. Sige Lord, nakapray na ko diya. Do I pagisang abotang? Lord, sa mo siya ipadala, Lord? Ang gopo-guapo ko nga afam, Lord, sa maabot? Nambalang ko na yung mga yung people sa Amon Tobalang uh, February nga. Ang buko sila, hindi kaya maghamba nga, Lord, kung mag-abot, ah, paabuta lang. No. Kaya hindi ka man mga luyag. Kaya kung mga luyag ka, Kung ang babae, hindi iya ka-type, hindi iya nagiganaya type Amen. Kag the more, kung hindi ka-type sa babae, kag the more mo ginapilit, the more pag-isagan, ah. Bumalik yun yun. So what I told the boys is this, instead ng mga luyag ka, himuha ko guligong ng mga makaluluyag. Alagad ka bala sa Diyos. Tadlo nga bali mo kabuhi, eskwela ka maayo, establish mong life mo, pahumot ka, paligo ka, usaya buhok mo. Pang! Hindi nga. Pilitun mo lang yung babae mo. Actually, sabi sa mga muna nga aspect, you know what, if you wanted to have, you need to pursue it. But if you want to pursue it, when are you going to start? Start it now. Do it now. Don't wait for tomorrow. Do it now. My urgency, I can feel it in my heart. There is an urgency. Nagadasig and nagadasig. Last week in Mwali ko we need to redeem the time. Because the days are evil. Days are getting wickeder and wickeder. 
magsili ang Bible nga wicked, it doesn't mean nga may debauchery ka katabo sa dalan-dalan. That could be part of it. Wicked just means away from the will of God. Samtang nagaduga ang inadlaw, nagagrabe nga nagagrabe, nagaabot ang grabe nga mga pagpasipala uh, sa Dios. Subong did you know nga ang grabe sa una sa like sa United Kingdom. Sila sa unang hubs ng Christianity. Subong ang mga churches sa UK they have been converted into bars, museums. Nadula ang Madula ang, ang essence ng fire. Ang ko na follow nyo sa YouTube, ang Asbury Revival. Ginmention ko ginasangaga. May mga kabata, may mga pastors offended sila sa Asbury. Uh, kaya hindi perfect ang ila theology. Ngayon nga, dapat amuni, dapat amuna. Wala man na nag-seminary ang ila leader. Listen. Listen. If we're gonna wait for all of our doctrines to be one, two, three, perfect, I promise you, that day would probably never come. I'm not saying hindi kita mag-pursuit doctrine. I'm not saying hindi kita mag-pursuit some knowledge. No, don't misunderstand me. But my point is, Asbury Revival, you know how it happened? You want to hear how it happened? This is how it happened. A group of students had a chapel service. Namiguro ko matabu ni si Pio, no? Sa ila devotional, you know, I saw the first one. I'm not recorded mo. It was, if you ask me, the preaching was, eh. Kung di ito siya mawali sa the way ang preacher, ito way si Matisin. It was, okay. The singing was simple. Wala sa mga technology or anything simple. But then after the service, watch this. Instead of magpuli, nobody really knows who started it. But somebody just thought, you know what, I'm just gonna linger a little bit longer. And because one person lingered a little longer, another one thought, I'm going to linger a little longer too. And then another one thought the same thing. And the next thing you know, they didn't leave. They stayed. People heard about it. And so new people came in. Sang kinapoy na itong naglinger, nagpuli sila. The new people who came in lingered as well. Next thing you know, another group of students came in and heard about it. Next thing you know, pila nakabula ng Asbury Revival? May one year na. Almost na, no? It has still never stopped until now. 24-7. All around the world, people are flying to Kentucky, into that school, to attend their services. How did it happen? I'm not going to say his name. That's how God does it. He sends revival in waves. No. God doesn't send revival in waves. Revival happens when the people of God do something. You're still missing me. God knows when the waves will come. Like, like Azusa Street Revival. Brownsville Revival. Okay? Ano man ang next revival? And then Asbury Revival. Whatever. May Welsh Revival pagigali after sang Azusa. Whatever, however it happens. Now watch this. It's not God deciding, oh, I'm going to send revival waves here and I'm going to go to the Welsh Revival and I'm going to start the Brownsville Revival. No! 
The reason why those things happen, those seeming pockets of movements from the Spirit of the Lord, is not because God decided them to be that way. It's because the church decided they wanted something more than just mere lip service. They wanted to believe for bigger things from God. And because the church started doing something, the Spirit of the Lord started moving. The way, listen to me, I'm going to tell you as clear as day right now. We are going to have as much revival as we want to have. As, no, let's listen. Not as much as God wants to have. As much as you want to have. Let me ask you, what are you willing to do now? Uh, next week, pastor, pagka-graduate ko, no. What are you willing to do now? It begins now. I want to address this for me, this wrong mindset of waiting for the will of God, waiting for the answer of God. Look at this. Number six, you have to learn to wait. How do you wait? I'm saying, Iban, mag-wait ka lang. Sige, Lord, ara na, Lord. Oh, hulatuan ko na lang ha. Maabot ako, maabot, abot. Kung hindi mag-abot, hindi mag-abot. No. Sino sa inyo nakaagibakal sa Shopee? Di ba ako may gusto-gusto ko sa Shopee pag bakal mo? Adlaw-adlaw, gina-check mo. Has departed sorted sta- sorting station. Oh, yeah. Siling nila, gita ko si YouTube, ang isa sa pinaka-popular ng mga videos social, sa online is unboxing videos. It plays with the psychology of people. Actually, check nilang tao, ang brainwaves ng tao, mas excited pa siya actually sa anticipation, kag sa unboxing, sa iyang ginahulat, over sa literal nga pag-own na sing sa kabag. So, amunanin ko, kung sa Shopee, Wala ka gahulat lang ako maabot-abot ha. May ara ka conscious anticipation. Ang anticipation mo ga-build up, ga-build up. We were taught in Christianity about the wait thing is wrong. When you're waiting, now watch, I'm gonna show you a few things here. Like in the Old Testament, they were anticipating tanan ang ginahulat sang tanan is Jesus. Pero para sa atun si Jesus, ara na nabaitan na. You may not see all of the promises fulfilled yet, but you can start moving now because it's already a certainty. Now watch this. And waiting is not passive. Look at this. Isaiah 40 and 31. Those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. Kaya mula na isang naginawa, lisa atun. Hula talang. Samtang kaulat kay renew sang Dios strength mo. How do you wait? Nobody told me how to wait because from the time God gave me a promise and to the manifestation of the promise, the waiting season is the thing that kills me. Here's how you wait. Are you ready for this? Though this wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Look at this. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. You you, you didn't get that. When you're waiting, you're not waiting doing nothing. You're like an eagle mounting up your wings. You know what an eagle does when he mounts up his wings? He's waiting for the wind to blow in so he could ride that wind. It's not a passive waiting doing nothing. Listen, somebody might ask you, what are you doing there? Hey, don't criticize me. I'm mounting my wings. I'm mounting my wings. Because when the wind of the Spirit blows in, just watch me start to fly. I'm going to be soaring above mountains and above hills and above valleys. They that wait. This is how you wait. You mount up with wings as eagles. I like how eagles fly. Ang eagle ginagamit pirmi ang wind. That's why eagles, they don't just flap. They soar. 
But it will never work if he doesn't do this. Rarely do you see eagles land on the ground. They only go ground when they're about to get prey. Eagles always perch on top of tall trees or on mountain tops and cliffs. You know why? Because they always want to be where the wind is strong. Oh, you're, you're missing me out, church. That should be the attitude of a child of God. Samtang nagahulat ka, sang blessing sang Dios. Pangitaon mo pirmi kung tiin ka huyo pang hangin sang Dios. Oh, that's why you go to church because the wind of God is blowing here. It's nice to mount your wings as the wind blows. I know I have problems right now. I know the doctor said I have two months left to live, but I'm gonna spread my wings and fly above this situation. Samtang ginahulat ko ang healing ko, I'm gonna mount up with wings as eagles so that I could fly above my situation. Instead of maghulat ka, Lord, sa nopatuman? No. What else could we do while we're waiting? Are you ready? Look at this. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not grow weary. They shall run and not grow weary. Wala, hindi ka pagkapuyon. You know, listen to me, church. Ang kinakainiya sa kingdom of God. Ang gadlagan sa kingdom of God, wai ginakapoy. Ang ginakapoy ang wai gadlagan. In the natural world, if you're running, you get tired. In the spiritual realm, when you're running, you never get tired. That's how you wait. That's how you wait. You're posing. Don't mind me. I'm about to run because God has given me a promise and I'm waiting for my harvest. Don't mind me. I'm just preparing to run. Abitin waiting, doing nothing. No, first you mount, then you run. Amunagaling waiting. That's how God wants you to wait, not passively, but actively pursuing and doing something as you wait for the manifestation of your harvest. They shall run and they shall not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Hey, let me tell you, a Revelation, right now. Simple, but this will help you. Damo Kristiano daga faint. Tumba tindog. Tumba tindog. Tumba tindog. Kalabanan Kristiano. Actually, this is not uncommon. Kung may problema sila, ang ibang tingalaki ko nga mauntat kasimba. Pinagdadaanan ko subong pastor. This is not rare. It is so common. Tapos may mamuyong sila. Kaya may pinagdadaan sila. Wrong. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Gusto mo nga bisan may problema way kagakatumba. Bisan may masakit ka padayon ka lang. Just keep walking. Because if you keep walking, you will not faint. You may not walk as briskly as you're supposed to do, but you will not faint. You may not run as fast as you want to, but you will not grow tired. You may not look all that strong, but you will soar above your situation. Let me read Luke chapter 13. The story of the woman who has been crippled paralyzed by an evil spirit for 18 years on a Sabbath. Anong Sabbath? Holy day. Rest day. Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues. And a woman who was there had been, who had been crippled by a spirit for 18 years. Guys, 18 years. She was bent over and could not straighten up at all. When Jesus saw her, 
he called her forward and said to her, woman, you are set free from your infirmity. Now, he, he, here's what I'm trying to bring out. Then he put his hands on her. Look at this. And immediately, she straightened up and praised God. See, the problem with that word immediately is this. It was unlawful to do it at that time. It was the wrong time. Indignant or angry among uh, Pharisees because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath. The synagogue leader said to the people, there are six days for work, so come and be healed on those days, not on the Sabbath, meaning, pwede ka matani mahil sa lunes, martes, merkules, webes, birnes. Pwede ka mahil buas. There's the right day to do that. There's a proper time to do that. See, for Jesus, the miracle starts now. You're not waiting for tomorrow, but Lord, you're going out of the proper timing because the proper timing is, wait, no, 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 no. It starts now. It starts now. He lays hands on her and she straightens up. In the King James Version, this is how Jesus says it. Women, woman, thou art loosed. Eighteen years she was bound. What's another day? But for Jesus, if Jesus was present, the time to do it was now. Let me ask you a question. If you really truly believe in what God has placed in your life, what are you willing to to do now. I was studying the other day. You go through verses just in and out, in and out. You know, the way I do my study is I'd write in advance. Like, for example, this message, I've written this since the stage, actually. And then I'd go back, put the verses on my documents in the points, and I'll glean into it. And when I feel something, I'll add into it. And so when I started this, this was really, really massive, talking about time and space. And I need to focus this on something more. And, and this is where it went. Sometimes I verses. Okay, okay, I'll focus on this. So I was just. Adding, taking, adding, taking, studying and meditating. And as I was thinking and meditating on things, the Lord brought me back to Elisha. You know, Elisha was a considered, you know, uh, according to the scholars, Elisha, the successor to Elijah, he was actually a wealthy man, had many things going for him. He belonged to the school of the prophets. So, time, before they became prophets, those who wanted to become a part or felt a call in their lives or they wanted to do it, they were trained or they became a part of the school of the prophets. And Elisha was one of those, right? And then they would wait their entire lives for the call. So, here's Elisha. Plowing the fields. Pagabut sang time nga si Elijah, kinanglan niya na magkwan. Kinanglan niya, gusto niya na i-anoin si Elijah, si Elijah ang mabulo sa iya. 
Elijah said, Hey, mabulos ka na. See, Elijah, he understood a few things as well. Probably gusto yaman ang Diyos eh. It's not yet the time. In fact, I, I preached this to you before. The Lord told Elijah, Elijah said, I don't, I, I, I'm done with this. I want to die now. And the Lord said, there's three things I want you to do. I want you to anoint Jehu as king of uh, Israel. And I want you to um, anoint God, the other king, Azael, king of Aram. And I want you to anoint Elisha as your successor. So three things. You know how I know? Because si Elisha na nag-anoint kay Jehu mo. Ginskip niya. Gindisobey actually ang Diyos. Gadali sa. Watch this guys. Ginskip niya, kagin-anoint niya immediately si Elisha. So kung ito si Elisha, nag-arado pa siya, hindi pa time eh. Kutulukon mo ito, hindi pa tani tiyon. All of a sudden, nag-abot si Elisha. Watch this guys. And says, hey, kung gusto mo te, follow. Watch this, guys. Watch this. Elijah could have said this. E- Elisha could have said this. Do wala mo paman maanoin si Jehu? Do wala mo paman maanoin si Hazael as king of Aram? Tapos ako? But that's not the attitude. You know what Elisha did? Read your Bible. As soon as the prophet spoke to him, even though it felt like it was out of time, he dropped everything down. Watch this. He destroyed all of his yokes. Ginpatay niyang iya mga baka, kaginpakaon mga Why did he do that? This is it. Because sometimes we don't fully get all of the mysteries of God's timing. Sometimes it doesn't feel perfectly well, but because you're willing to move. When the chariot of fire came and swooped Elijah, the mantle fell on him. It was ahead of its time. But because he was willing to do something at that moment, not next year, not when I finish this, someone came to Jesus and said, I want to follow you, Jesus, but first let me bury my relatives. Is Jesus against funerals? No. But he said, let the dead bury the dead. Meaning, if you want to do it, it now. When Elijah heard it, instead of being frustrated because, oh, you know what? It's like, I don't fully get it yet, but there's one thing I know. I was called to be a prophet. The timing doesn't feel right. It feels out of place. But there's something I can do. I can move. Siling ni Elijah, you don't have to follow me. Siling ni Elijah, no, 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 no matter what happens. 
I'm going to go wherever you go. Elijah told him many times, it's okay, it's okay. It's going to be you anyways. Just stay there. See, Elijah, no, sir. No, 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 no. In fact, I'm going to double down you. I'm going to kill all of these animals and feed them to my people. And I'm going to burn all of my yokes so that this is a statement. I don't fully get it yet, but I'm willing to move now. I'm willing to act on it now. If I have to give up everything in my life, so be it. I'm going to act on what God has called me to do now. I love how Jesus did it. In the book of Mark, every time somebody needed it, the Bible says he immediately did it. He immediately did it. It happened with Mary as well. He said, woman, it's not yet my time. But Mary knew enough. And Mary said, you know what, whatever he says, just go ahead and do it. And a miracle immediately happened. Church, listen, it doesn't have to be perfectly aligned. But are you willing to move? Are you willing to do something? The devil is afraid of a moving church. The church will never be perfect. The church will always make mistakes. But the church can always move. You know what? We have a God who has always been faithful. What are you going to do about it? I will rest in his promises.